we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. I'm still here with Chingai, counting down <laughs> the craziness of Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas. We are on week, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I think we're on the sixth week. <gasps> Chingai, how is it just six? But I just want to call out. Is that, are you wearing pajamas from Uniqlo? Yeah, I am. <gasps> Hang on. Okay, we're going to pause this for a hot second. I have the same, I have the same one. Oh, we should we should match. I love them. <laughs> it's really cute. I love it. It was yeah. good by Sharnan. It pipe it, the, the the piping and it's shorts, right? No, no, I have the pants. Ah, that's where we differ. All right. Shell has the shell has the shorts. Ah, we can match. Anyway, guys, <laughs> that's where my brain is at. Sleep. It's been a wild week for me coming down from our uh, Thanksgiving week, which I haven't edited, and that's my bad. Started a new job, time zones are whack, and so I did a speed watching of the four movies last night. And you know what, Chingai? There's nothing better to do than to just jump in. Do the Start. honors. I will, I will. I don't know if it's an honor this week, but we will try. Kicking us off with Miracles of Christmases series that just doesn't want to die. <laughs> Time for her to come home for Christmas. Is this the second her already that we've had? See, haven't we used up all the pronouns and exactly. that's why we thought this was over? I know. Well, joke's on us. Starring Sinead Grimes-Beach, Chris Carmack, and Grace Lear. Facing her first Christmas without her mother and looking to avoid loneliness, Carly heads a quaint town to lead the church choir at Christmas. Once there, Carly meets Matthew, a man back in town after serving in the army. As she gets to know Matthew, the choir, and townspeople, she stumbles across clues that suggest she may have been brought here for a life-changing reason. As the mystery unravels, one thing is clear. This journey will teach Carly about true love, learning to trust, and that forgiveness is not needed to finally heal. We have seen literally this movie six times now. I, uh, like Chingai, I thought this was done. How can it not be done? We finished all the possible pronouns. And yet, here we are, with Shanae, Grimes Beach, and her freaking crazy bangs. What was that? I'm not a fan of singing movies. This choir seemed to be intentionally terrible. It felt very, like, caricature of what a bad choir could be. You know who wasn't terrible? The sister of Chris Carmack. You know who wasn't terrible? Chris Carmack. Could they not have done if they really had to do one of these? They just remove the choir aspect and just do something silly with these two. Also... I don't know if this is here or there, or if it was just me or the time of the night when I was watching this, but Sinead Grimes Beach's uncle and aunt, which we reveal in the end, they felt very creepy all yeah. throughout. Yeah. Very, very creepy. It felt I'm glad like a it wasn't just get me. out. I was like, who are, why are they so weird? Like, obviously, it's you know, a something's up. Serial killer movie. Yes. They could have edited this to be a serial um, killer movie, and uh, no. So we usually have this section when we talk about naughty list movies of how to do this better. Stop this damn series. That's how we do it better. I, I, I don't even want to, you know, curse someone by suggesting they join this and replace 
Shanae Grimes Beach. I keep saying her whole name because I just knew her as Shanae Grimes in 90210. And as Annie, I didn't like her either. I did find that Chris Carmack was, I guess, fond to look at and remembering his douchebag days on the OC. But he was a surprising bright spot in this not-so-great series. It took me three watches to watch this, and I think that was my mistake. Because I kept insisting that I watch this before I watch the others, that led to the downhill speed watching. But that's me, Chingai. I have literally nothing this week. The the church aspect of the time for movies just feels so heavy-handed all the time. I guess it's on purpose, but it, it's just so off-putting to me. Last night, I, I just watched May-December. Oh. Uh, it's this Julianne oh. Moore, Natalie Portman movie. It's getting all the raves. That was really good. And because like, it toes the line between drama... And, and thriller, and that's what I felt <laughs> about about this. But I don't, I don't think, think they met for that. I don't think there will be any other Hallmark podcast that even breathes the words <laughs> "May December" in the same breath as the Hallmark movies. Wow, we have gone art house, Todd Haynes level, Oscars level for Christopher Melton. Wow, I would never ever compare it to. <laughs> I wouldn't even think about it. They're That's in such how different universes. The aunt was, in it, and, and I guess the really, uncle too. Um, that was really creepy. I think they should have just nixed Sinead Grimes' speech and had Chris Carmack end up with his best friend from high school. So I was also confused about that best friend. Was she not married or no? Oh, was, was she? she? I don't know, actually. <laughs> actually, well, don't know. whatever. Because yeah. I kept confusing the best friend from high school. With the sister? With the, with, no, with the auntie. Oh, oh God. I don't know why. I tell you, I was on something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nothing good to say. So we're just going to keep it moving to yeah. the next movie. To our first, I think this is our first Mahogany Christmas movie. At least on the podcast. Mahogany branded. And, yeah, Mahogany branded movie. Uh, this is Christmas with a Kiss, starring Michelle Morgan, Ronnie Rowe Jr., and Jaime M. Kalika. A woman returns home to help with her family's Christmas carnival and romance ignites. A photojournalist curates a surprise reunion. I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I was so glad to see new faces. She looks like <laughs> Zoe Saldana. I, I really like um, uh. Michelle Morgan here. We we love Ronnie Rowe Jr. I think um, what was that movie with Jingle Bell Bride? Yeah, yeah, Jingle Bell Bride. What's her name? I know it's Chris McNally's wife. She's Argentinian. I mean, basically, no, they have a baby. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, okay. partner. Chris McNally's partner. I'm sorry, I stand so corrected. Julie, we, Julie, Julie Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so they were. I, that's where we first met Ronnie Rowe. And whenever he comes in, um, I'm happy to see him. I think that this was good, like, compared to time for her to come home to Christmas because that was the first one I watched. But it did feel like a Hallmark trope soup to me. It's just like they they threw everything in. And I mean, I guess that's okay. But it it just felt like too much because you you have a love triangle. You have Big City Girl, Judgy Reporter, the story that was 
twisted in the anime mixing this up with another movie this week. I'm not sure, but there was a reporter too. To <laughs> and and, and, and Raniro was so judgy here. He was throwing shade at her a lot for being unlike him. And that's, that's what felt a little off to me. And so, okay, they were throwing her with this guy who ends up I'm not sure. See, this is how much I retain from this movie. <laughs> Basically, 5%. Um, anyway, we watch for the cliches, yes. But when you just put too many things like in a salad, it just loses its essence. Mm. And that's how Christmas with a Kiss felt. There was nothing nothing stand out because like everything... Everything typical was just brought in. I guess the standouts were the cast. Um, I liked all of them. And I hope to see them again. I'm just glad that a sister's sister didn't show up here. <laughs> and Holly oh. Robinson Pete. Oh. I think I think it needs more work. That's it. Um mm. the Mahogany branded movies can do so much better. Given given the cast, given you know, the other movies that we've seen, they've, they've really gone off the rails with, yeah. with the plot lines. So why can't they do that with this, but make it good? I want to say things about this movie. I really do. But I can't. <laughs> because this was the fourth movie I watched last night. This morning, rather. And at that point, I was at like 2 point whatever speed. <laughs> Still understandable. My big mistake was I turned off my lamp. And my big mistake oh. was I got horizontal. And so I was drifting in and out of this movie. And the one, and I think that's a good thing because whenever I'd wake up to see a scene, I was like, oh, she's so pretty, is what I thought. Or when I'd come back, I'm like, oh, Ronnie Rowe, what a good feeling. Go back, oh, this, oh, this third guy, not terrible. I think literally the one detail I can remember, well, I remember two details, the start and the end, because I was awake for those. And it's not a knock on this movie that I fell asleep. It is me being exhausted and cramming, okay? That's what happens when you start working. In the beginning of the movie, the very first scene, she's on a date with a man. And she wants to take it to the next... It's the scene, like, in Christmas Waltz, wherein Lazy Chabert is there with the boyfriend, who you will never see again, hopefully, if it's a good movie. And if it's a bad one, they'll bring him in the end to try to shake things up. But I don't think we see this boyfriend again because it seems to be revealed that Ashi is trying to escalate their relationship to take him home for Christmas. He is telling her that she is getting back with his ex-wife. And she's like, you're married? And I'm like, oh my God, this is something they would never even broach in a non-mahogany movie of like her getting duped even if it was like a cute like oh dating apps they suck because people don't know can't tell if they're married or not so this guy apparently wasn't fully fully divorced i guess just separated and they were you know what they were doing they were probably fucking and (sighs) here she is trying to escalate and he's coming back this way so i thought it was a nice good step into reality of yeah this does happen and very off-brand for Hallmark, but I appreciate it. So he wasn't a widow. He wasn't just a random asshole. He was a married random asshole, which is a nice little detail for me. So there. That's all I can add to this movie because that's all I remember. Oh, and Ronnie Rowe Jr. is very cute. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry that we don't have anything else to say about <laughs> Christmas I with mean, a kiss. But it was, it was, we don't hate it. We don't. We're not even angry. No. We like it. 
Yeah. I I think they can step it up. I mean, trim down the cliches a little bit and dare to be different. <sighs> All right. Well, moving on to our third movie of the week. This one, I was fully awake and cognizant, but can't say I was entirely, like, engaged. However, my Norwegian holiday, starring Rhiannon Fish and David Elsendorn. Okay, I'm going to need to get my cousin to tell me how that's said. JJ, grieving the loss of her grandmother and seeking dissertation inspiration, stumbles upon an unexpected holiday destiny. Last week for Thanksgiving, I told one of my cousins, Acid, about the Notting Hill movie because it had football in it. And we're both football fans and they mentioned Tottenham. Yay! This week, I told my other cousin, Nikki, about my Norwegian holiday. Because not only did they shoot in Norway, some random city, they supposedly shot in Bergen, the one place I have been to in Norway. <laughs> and it was cute. I think because of that, I kept watching out for like, oh, is this is this my experience of Norway? Oh, that looks like my experience of Norway, but I wouldn't really know. So I'm, I'm going to have to give her a copy of this for her to watch because she's very excited to criticize it and see how un-Norway it really is. Obviously, the trope in this movie is the fascination with a foreign land. And we start... What I do have to give them credit for is what I imagine a Norwegian man to look at is how David Elsendorn looks, complete with the floppy hair and the, you know, the accent and the, you know, the, the slightly, slightly, slightly awkward behavior and very tall. And so this ticks all my boxes with uh, fascination with a foreign land because... You do need a lead man, same with Heidelberg Chris Holiday, to be that that foreign. It's not just a foreign land, it's a foreign man. And when I mean foreign, I mean foreign to Americans. And so it was interesting to see Rhiannon fish, be a fish out of her water, uh, because she is again transported to Bergen, quote-unquote Bergen, if they really did shoot there. I think they did, the outside scenes. The beginning of the movie, I mean, honestly, this whole movie... I was laughing out loud because of how bazonkers things <laughs> would move from one to the other. For example, Jessica Jessica Johnson or something like that. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Johnson, whatever her first name was, JJ, having the same name as the quote-unquote girlfriend of David, which is revealed not to be a girlfriend, but an assistant. Here we go again with the misleading, are they, are they not? And so she has a convenient ticket. From my knowledge, when you book a ticket with the name of the person on it, don't you also put their passport number? I don't know. Maybe that's just us because we need visas. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I was just like, wouldn't the passport number be different? But anyway, hey, if I were him, I would have sold her the ticket to Norway. I mean, to just give it to her? Why? Two. I was appreciative. It felt like a fake Hallmark movies and mysteries because they were like, ooh, why is everybody staring at this guy? Surprise, I'm a celebrity, quote-unquote. I don't know how really popular skiing is in Norway. I have to ask my cousin. But I'm like, it would have been cute if they made him a celebrity celebrity, but I guess that's not very true to Norway. I guess they give a fuck about celebrities, and instead they like athletes. Maybe, I don't know, nice touch. I did like how they kept saying acquired taste all throughout. But to be fair, that cheese is good. That cheese in the morning, it is good. So I don't know what the fuck she was on. Um, it was nice to see their traditions. It was nice to hear them talk about what love is 
is the word names? for in Norwegian. Yeah. yeah, like Elsker versus the others. Elsker is the only one I know, the third one. And it was cute because between acquired taste and the different definitions of love, they do pick it up and drop it off the rest of the movie, which I appreciated. I think the only part where I'm like, all right, we're back in Hallmark land here is when we reveal that the reason why her grandma was in Norway, because she was fucking the coach and she is now a direct descendant of Anders, which is like, did we, did we need to go there? I don't <laughs> think so, but we did. And so, yeah, I'm not complaining. I didn't hate Rhiannon Fish, which I usually do. And so I think the Norway definitely made me more interested because I was trying to find like snippets of memories that were from when I was there last. But yeah. Chengai, what are your thoughts on my Norwegian holiday? You didn't have a lot to say about Christmas with a kiss because um, you fell asleep, right? <laughs> so I totally missed the entire uh, plot there. <laughs> <laughs> She's a descendant because I so fell asleep. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, okay, now things um, make more sense. I mean, I just had this thing with a troll. Yeah. She had a yeah. troll thingy. Yeah. Basically, and, like, yeah. why did her grandma have it if she'd never been to yes. Norway? Yes. My, my calendar right now on my desk is uh, Maps of the World oh, calendar. Oh, nice. And in December, it's Scandinavia. So, Love. so Norway and Bergen are right in front of me. And I thought that was a sign that I would love yeah. this movie. I didn't hate it. Um, <laughs> I didn't love it. I think it goes hand in hand with not the Notting Hill movie. Mm-hmm. Especially because David Elson Dorn is from Ted Lasso. That's where I know yeah. his face. Yeah. I'm like, why do I know his face? So I feel like, you know, there's like a six degrees kind of thing uh. going on here. Like, it, he he could have been a football player here and then crossed over to the to the Notting Hill universe. That would, been a, that would have been cute. I, I have no, <sighs> no grasp on the skiing because I was asleep by then. <laughs> yeah. Bergen was so charming. If, yeah. if that was Bergen, if, but whatever, yeah. whatever it was, Norway, it was it was very charming. I want to go there. The one of the characters. So so now I don't even remember. Was he a pastor? Like, was there a wedding here? There was. Yes, right? there was the brother, uh, the sister, sister. the yeah, sister. Very cool wedding. I like the family. Yes, of the guy and the dynamic there. And so, why was it a tradition that the the brother-in-law proposed right before the actual ceremony i, I don't know that? we'll find out i'll ask my cousin that had me that had me a little bit confused like aren't they really gonna get married isn't that why he's gonna go to norway to to attend the wedding and then i, I think they were just being cutesy i think oh, it was okay. because <laughs> the brother-in-law never says like I love you, oh. right? And that's why I feel oh. like it was just him being like drawn with emotion. Um, okay. But you know what? I'm also not 100 percent sure because, like I told you, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't completely engaged. So I yeah. do want to rewatch this movie because I want to watch it with my cousin. We will yeah. probably stream it together because I really want her. But she's probably gonna be like, "This is so fake," yeah. which is fair. This is a Hallmark movie. They're always fake. It I don't was know. just full of red flags to me. <laughs> it's like, why would, why would she take a ticket from a stranger? Why yeah. would she 
you know and and he just seemed so like open to everything i don't know is that a is that a scandinavian thing i don't know <laughs> like he, he was just extra nice and yeah okay well <laughs> No, fair enough. Um, I, I th- I, I'm attracted to this Norwegian holiday. Same. Yes, like it's enough for me to want to go there. Yeah. So I let think me, mission accomplished, Hallmark. Let me know when you want to go. Let's go together. Then we can you can see my cute nephews. Yes, please. And niece when she gets born. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. I know for some strange reason we had nothing to say, and yet we filled a couple minutes on it. But when we're back, we actually want to say something about the next movie. So hang in there on But Make It Hallmark. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. We're talking about our nicest movie for this week. It's a not-so-royal Christmas mm-hmm. starring Brooke Dorsey and Will Kemp. Tabloid journalist Charlotte attempts to land an interview with a reclusive count. In response, the royal family has a groundskeeper poses the count since the real one fled. Your Grace, if I could just have a moment of your time. I would love to interview you. A Christmas cover-up. Will you step in as the count for a brief interview of royal proportions? Oh, I could get used to this. He's just not really what I thought a count would be like. Your Grace? What are you doing here? I am undercover. <laughs> okay, like Fappy so with ti- the Time oh, 4 yeah, movie. I had to watch this in four installments because <laughs> life is just crazy in December. Life is crazy. Life is crazy. <laughs> so I had to stop and start. And with every watch I did, so all the four installments, I was glued to the screen because this is a Will Kemp movie. We love Will Kemp. I mean, his his cameo in A Merry Scottish Christmas was, I believe, the best part of that movie. <laughs> so now we get a full two hours of him minus commercials. I was just very wary of this movie because I know Patty's history with Brooke Dorsey. <laughs> And I was like hyper vigilant about okay, is she performing? Is she I was like really honing in on whether she was failing Will Kemp. To me, uh Brooke Dorsey as Hallmark Barbie did okay here. Okay. I I I think she fit the role. I understand why they cast her. So she's the reporter. She's I love by the way, I love like royal royal stuff, royal I love gossip. Royal too. So the fact that she's a writer for one of these tabloids um, tickled me. And so she gets sent on an on assignment and they're both lying to each other mm. because she pretends she's writing for some dignified monarchy magazine and Will Kemp is pretending to be a count. Will Kemp unshaven, it, it's just very, it's very jarring to me because I'm not used to seeing him this way. He, he looks so, he looks like a dork, which I guess is his role here. Like he's very, he's not like suave, not like in, in Christmas waltz. He's very... I don't know. He's very nerdy with his glasses and everything. And it just felt like a nice take on the princess diaries where he's the princess and he's being he's being groomed to be the count, but on official business or something like that. It's just very strange. I don't normally like royal movies like the one with Aaron Tveit. I, I did not <laughs> I really didn't like that movie. I don't think I've ever seen a royal movie that I've actually like Taken a, taken counterpoint. 
yeah. Bethany Joyland's Will Camp Royal movie was pretty wild in a, oh my it God, was. these two big stars. Royal Matchmaker. It was, but that was like many years ago. Old, so old, I old, feel old, like, old. Yeah, they need, a, they need a refresh of that. So yeah, this was, I mean, I'm glad that they, they went out of the box for this one. Like there were so many things I didn't expect. And yet there were also so many things that I did expect. Like, why, I guess, okay, this is my question for for movies in general. Like, you set a movie in some royal land. How come the default accent is British? I wouldn't, why? Why is that? Why is uh, so that? So, I was confused because they were saying Norden, Skarhogan or whatever, Norden, oh, wow. the count. But then, yeah, everyone was Brit. So, I'm like, I don't know. I'm confused. They also did, like, a Bridgerton on this one where we they're not all white. Yeah, the, and, the council, sure, sure. I yeah. mean, honestly, good job, but lol. But lol, yeah. Because, like, the, the woman, like, I don't know if that's really her accent. And if it is, I'm sorry, but it really didn't sound like a good accent. Okay, I'm just talking about extras here. I think, <laughs> I think, I think Will Camp playing a nerd and who, who like, advocates for the people of his land um, and then actually convincing the royals to hire him and make him a, an actual count. I think that works. I think Brooke Dorisay works as the reporter. And, okay, the good points for me, Will Camp in his pajamas. Will Camp drinking his morning coffee. Will, Will Camp doing chores for his mom. Honestly, this is a Will Camp movie. I'm just going to watch it. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> I, I like this movie. Okay, Patty. And what are your thoughts? There's no shame in liking this movie. Yeah, it's Will Kemp. I the power of Will Kemp heals all, and I did watch this uh, despite Brooke Dursey being there. Did I like her? Mm, I didn't hate her, and that's what that's what Will Kemp can do. I love royalty in general, but Hallmark just doesn't ever, 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 ever get it right. And so, I was also laughing really loud with this movie because. Yes, they were both lying, but his lie was pretty freaking crazy. <laughs> his, well, not his, but more of like the town, the, the royal council's lie was wild. And to get so many people in on it, I think, not that any lie is worse than the other, but he had the worst lie. And so him being all like, oh, you lied to me. I'm like, dude, pot kettle black, sir. I'm not used to Will Kemp looking with no, like, facial hair mm-hmm. I, I prefer him with facial hair I prefer him just slightly gaunt a little with that dancer body but he still will camp I still love him I liked his mom I like the butler friend that was like pretending oh, yeah. Yeah. also if he's just pretending why are they making him sleep in the count's like house <laughs> And serving him count stuff. He's just pretending. He doesn't need to go method. He's on the clock 24-7. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I mean, I guess that's the one perk of the lying. So I was a little confused in that part. I was like, what is happening? Um, it's a Hallmark movie. I do like the paparazzi aspects of it. The, she has a, Brooke Dearsay has a terrible boss. And yes, get away. You don't need this. You don't need this visa. This is just unethical and horrible i i think for me 
why couldn't we have done any other actress? I didn't hate her. I didn't hate her. I think I was also too tired to hate her. So maybe there's that. How I feel like if feel, I watch this, yeah. How would you feel about Lacey being in this role? Like, I was thinking, what if you swap? Yeah. Like, what if Brooke went to marry Scottish Christmas and Lacey went Actually, to Actually, Actually, that would have been cute. Although there would be, I mean, Scott Wolf would just eat her up. I guess they have no. You know what? Give Lazy a third movie. Why not? <laughs> We've got her too. She is the queen of Hallmark. Why not mm-hmm. give her a third? No, I was thinking once again of our usual suspects, right? Of the Amanda Shells, bright-eyed, American, blonde. I'm thinking of what's her name? Amy T. Garden. Not so blonde, but bright-eyed. So, like, there are girls out there. Even Emily Ullerup. Why doesn't she have a Christmas movie? You know what? Cindy fucking Busby. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I just... <laughs> she, she, she could not. She could not. Yeah. Overbrook the <laughs> Yeah. So, for me, I liked it because who does not like Will Kemp? But could have been better for me. And so, this... And again, I really think I'm in a strange, like state of mind with me being all over the place but yeah that's that's me he's good i like him mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and i guess we can't get to the end of this episode without going through the gates of holiday edition of mary kill um we're just gonna go straight into it because why the fuck not i am killing obviously brooke there say it's not a double homicide i'm not killing rhiannon fish she can stay in Norway and just stay there. <laughs> Never film another Christmas movie. I'm kidding. But Brooke was just peak Brooke. And I think she wasn't bad in this movie. It wasn't like a Beverly Hills wedding with Brendan Penny where I was just like, give Brendan Penny someone else. Yes, was I thinking that this whole time? Give Will Kemp someone else? Yes. But also, I think I was just too, too tired to fight it. Mm-hmm. So she's going to wear me down at some point. I feel like if she leans into the Barbie, which she is the Barbie of the Hallmark Cinematic Universe, maybe I like her. But yeah, sorry, killing her. Bye. I'm so surprised that you're killing Brooke. Cause, and not Shanae Grimes Beach. I will kill her bangs, yeah. okay? <laughs> no, I've forgotten about that movie. I actually forgot we I'm, talked about yeah, it. Yeah, so she's my kill. I think, I think, I think we got two good kills this week. I think so, too. Um, Brooke and the bangs. All right. I am fucking... No surprise. I'm fucking Will Kemp. Okay. There's just something about him. Even when he's cosplaying a count and lying to the whole town. Also, doesn't the whole town know? Well, I guess he was gone for like seven years backpacking and that's the excuse they have for them not knowing him. But yeah, I am fucking him um, in that count bed and we're going to have breakfast in bed because those breakfasts looked really good every time they'd open it i was like oh damn i want some breakfast maybe i want to cook breakfast after this i don't know i'm hungry yeah fucking him hungry for will camp fucking 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 will camp what are you fucking chingai i'm interested in fucking the norwegian interesting yeah because i i'm fucking the german so yeah. now i'm gonna fuck the you just norwegian. gotta you know what you have a map of the world calendar exactly scratch that map mm-hmm. he, I, he, I looks, he looks he he looks so nice. <laughs> he is. And so I am marrying him because oh. this is my ticket to getting close to my nephews. Slips and Bergen, come on. I, I was just waiting for him to show my, my, my nephews walking in the background to Kindy. I'm like, 
<laughs> Very cute. No, I think he's such a nice guy. He's super cute. I've always been fascinated with a foreign land and a foreign man and a foreign accent, foreign to the U.S. And so, yes, Bergen boy, I will fuck you. Interestingly enough, there's a stop in the uh, F train in New York called Bergen. And uh, it's like two stops from Carroll Gardens where my uncle and sister lived at some point. And uh, there was a cute man that we saw back in like 2009 when Pammy and I first went to New York. And we called him Bergen Boy because he got off at the Bergen stop. Little did I know my cousin would be freaking moving to Bergen. I didn't know it existed as like a city. Uh, Uh, So yeah, small world. Anyway. And Taylor Swift um, came out with London Boy. I know. Which Why not Bergen Boy? About. I love London Bur- Boy. I really love that song. I, I am so sad of how things are falling apart now. But whatever. I still love that song. And that is why I am marrying Will Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> my segue. Oh my God. It's so a London you, Boy for my Mary. I thought you already said you would marry him. No, I didn't. Oh my God. I'm so but sorry. you were right. I, I'm so sorry. I already <laughs> assumed right. you were marrying him. So we're doing a, a fuck we're, Mary we're swap. Swapped, yeah, we're swapped Which is seats. totally fair. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I'll fuck him. I'll, no, you'll fuck the Bergen boy. And then he will propose to me. Then we get married right away. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that Norwegian tradition we didn't know about. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you for hanging in there. You're going to get this in like crazy succession because I'm going to be editing them back to back. And uh, apologies for the lateness of the first one and the intensity of the next one. I am just sleepy. Uh, thanks, Jinkai, for it's hanging happy. and giving me the time and space to reschedule so that I can speed watch them. And yeah, we have some more to go. I think next week is our Hanukkah movie. So excited about that. And the Aaron Cahill ensemble cast Jonathan Bennett gay movie. Also. With, with James Denton and um, Good Wife. A good, good Witch. Good Witch. We also have a bonus Rachel Lake Cook Sam Page movie, I'm which so... we did not know about. I thank like. you to Micah for mentioning thank it. Thank you, Micah. And thank you, Hallmark Movies Now, for throwing fucking wrenches at us when we think yeah. we have it all. Ugh. All right. See you guys next time. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.